Now, some of you may, may be saying to yourself, he seems to be a nice guy. She seems to be a nice woman of God. Yeah, beautiful children. Why are you doing that type of work? Well, a gentleman by the name of Adrian Rogers, he had a ministry called Love Worth, Find, Love Worth Finding. Some of you probably heard, heard of him. He went home to be with the Lord years ago. But there was something that he said which, gave me, which will pretty much answer why I do what I do, why we do what we do. He said, quote, ranking high in the sins of the modern church that many of us would little dream of as a sin is, guess what? The sin of silence. Meaning failure, failure, failing to witness the saving grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This broken, bleeding, bound world is ours, and may God forgive us for the sin of silence. Winning people to Jesus Christ, bringing people to Jesus, is the principal duty of every believer. For example, it's not the duty or the responsibility of Pastor Benson, nor is it of the lay people here at uh, New Direction Bible Fellowship. It's all of our duties to fulfill not the great old mission, but the great co-mission. And then he, then he ended his quote and said, if you're not endeavoring, this, these aren't my words, these are his words. He says, if you're not endeavoring to bring, to bring men and women to Jesus Christ, you are living in sheer disobedience to your holy call. So I would second what he said, and Lord forgive us for the sin of silence. Then there's a couple other reasons, as, I, as I'm about to close in a few minutes, but there's a couple other reasons why I'm passionate, why we're so passionate to do this ministry. One of the reasons is the command to witness are given to all fellow believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, to all of us. In Matthew uh, 20, 29, 19, and 20, that's often referred to as the Great Commission verses, if you would. Jesus told his disciples, what? Go. He didn't say no or be slow. He said, go, therefore, and make, all, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to, to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Years ago, a company by the name of Barnum Research, many of you heard of Barnum Research, uh, they, they gave these following statistics years ago. They said 95% of all believers have never won one person to the Lord. 95%. Let me ask you this morning. You don't have to answer, but, but just uh, think about it. Would you consider yourself one of the 95 percenters or one of the 5 percenters? Now, you may be saying, well, I don't know how to win people to the Lord. Well, let me say this. It's not our responsibility to win anybody to the Lord. I mean, in other words, we can't win anybody to the Lord in and of our own strength. See, it's the Holy Spirit that brings forth the conviction, right? I think Paul told the saints at Corinth, uh, in, uh, the in Corinth, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he says, some plant, some water, and we bring forth the increase. No, the Lord, may God, he brings forth the increase. Amen. 
And then another statistic said 80% of all Christians do not consistently witness for Christ. Let me ask you, does your neighbor know that you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? I mean, they know that you go to church because that's what good people do. They go to church on Sundays, right? But do they, do they truly believe or truly know that you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? In other words, have you ever told them about the love of Jesus? Or have you been locked, lock lip and tight jaw, or whatever the case may be? No. You know, you have the JWs, that's it for Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, they, they, they go up to people's houses with a smile on their face. And, and what do many of us do on Saturday mornings? Shh, kids, be quiet. Turn the TV down. Nobody say nothing. Don't even breathe. Because if they hear movement in the house, they're going to want to come in. That's a wonderful way of being a witness for the Lord, right? By, by telling your kids to be quiet. How about this? Less than 2% are involved in the ministry of evangelism. Now, I can remember years ago, I, there was a, uh, a missionary. It, there was a missionary that used to do missions work in Africa. And he told me, as a high schooler, he said, he said uh, uh, Brother Don, you're going to go over to Africa with me. I was like, no, I'm not. You can't make no money in Africa. You can't live large. You can't, you can't drive BMWs in, in Africa. You know, I've taken all, the, all, the, all these things. But the fact of the matter is, is that you can be a witness right here where the Lord places you, right? You can be a witness in your neighborhood. You can be a witness at work. You can be a witness where you, where you have uh, recreation and, and leisure and so forth, right? How about this one? 71% do not give toward the financing of the Great Commission. 71% of all believers, and I would say even churches, they don't give to the financing of the Great Commission. But yet they'll have the latest, the latest and the greatest gospel choir or singers come in, or preachers, but they don't give to the financing of the Great Commission. I'm reminded of Pastor Paul Shepard of Destiny for Victory. Some of you probably heard him on the radio. He once said, the gospel is free, but guess what? The plumbing calls. Isn't that true? <laughs> Another reason why we are passionate about fulfilling the Great Commission is because of God's great love. Because of God's great love. And, of course, we know John 3.16 we can say it together, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. And then last but not least, we're compassionate about this ministry because we realize that there is a day of accountability coming. Some of you may not like me when I say that, but I, I, I have to be frank with you. There's a day of accountability coming. Uh, Daniel Webster, he once said, quote, my greatest thought is my accountability to God. Is that your greatest thought? Now, you may be saying, where are you going with this, Brother Danny? Well, I'm reminded in 2 Corinthians 5.10, the Apostle Paul says to the saints in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5.10, he says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. 
to give an answer. I'm sorry. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may be that that each one may give an account for what they've done, whether it be good or bad. I I, I know I'm, I kind of put you that verse, but I know, but I can't recall it exactly um, verbatim right right now. But in other words, what what the Apostle Paul is saying is this: Now, the judgment seat of Christ it shouldn't scare us. You see, it's at the judgment seat of Christ that you will be rewarded and not condemned. In other words, it's a place of commendation and not condemnation. In other words, if you appear before the judgment seat of Christ, you are in. They used to say you're in like Flynn, Pastor Benson. Well, I don't know about Flynn, but the fact of the matter is that you're in. You don't have to worry about the Lord saying, depart from me, I never knew you, if you're there. But you will be rewarded for what you did for the Lord. And one of the things you will be rewarded for is, have you, did you open up your mouth when you lived on terra firma? Did you open up your mouth and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with those who were without Christ, without hope, when they went to Christ's eternity? We may have to give an answer for that. And what is your excuse going to be? See, the fact of the matter is you can't say, well, Lord, you, you, know, um, you know, on those certain nights, my, my favorite TV program came on, or I had to go to the clubs, or I had to work out, and this and that. It's not going to matter. If the Lord said, who are you responsible for, for being in my kingdom? You can't say, uh, What it boils down to, whether someone's engaging in the ministry of David Crusades or, un, or any ministry for that matter, it really boils down to three questions. Uh, this is what C.T. said years ago. He said, if not you, then who? If not here, then where? If not now, then when? And then C.T. ends and says this, and then I'll take my seat. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what you do for Christ, that's what's going to last. That's what's going to matter in the end. Now, the Lord is not against us living large, so to speak, having a beautiful home and nice cars and a good bank account. All those things are beautiful. The Lord has given us all those things to enjoy. But we have to remember to keep the main thing the main thing. What did the Lord save us to do? To sit on our blessed assurances? Or to tell somebody that there's a heaven to gain and there's a hell to shun? That we could tell somebody about the love of Jesus. I don't know about you, but one day I want to hear the Lord say to me, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Do I have anybody here that want to hear those words one day? And I'm here to tell you, while there's still time, while you still got breath in your body, you can could, you could still be a witness. You can still be a witness. I'm going to stop there. Are there any questions? Are there, if there's any easy questions, I'll answer them. If they're difficult, I'll have to uh, give it to my wife. Uh, so. Are there any uh, easy questions? I, I'd be more than... Uh, Happy to answer those. <laughs> oh, hey, my brother. Hi.
Actually, that's that's an easy question, but my wife would have a better understanding. We are predominantly supported by churches and individuals, and so we take those monies and um, pay for. We'll just send out like a letter and say, hey, we're going to Kensington, get whatever you can. And then we have those who uh, support us monthly or yearly or quarterly. So all those monies come in, and we just give them out. We don't. We don't. Um, I guess our the closest to a corporation or um, a funding agency would be uh, United Way. We do accept United Way and combined federal. Um, employees give. United Way used to be a huge part of our ministry, but um, they know our stand on a couple things, and so conveniently <laughs> we've been left out, literally like left out of the booklet that list and so we're, we're down we they used to give like maybe 30 33 percent we're down to maybe 16 percent now yes yes so dad did all the work like we just came in um i I remember as a child, my dad not being home because he was always going to a church that supported him almost every evening. And so he was, he was not at home. Um, he was an associate pastor at Union Baptist Church under Dr. Banks. And I would say maybe five or six times I remember being in service with him because every Sunday he was at a supporting church. And so the fruit of that is now... When Danny came on board in 1997, and when I came on board in 1987, it's, it was the fruit of his labor. And so since um, he aged and got dementia, Danny and I have picked that back up in the sense of as soon as Danny came in 97, he introduced Danny to all of our supporters and then Danny started doing that and he came back. And so it's just been a wonderful transition. And so they've been supporting, most of our supporters have been supporting us for at least 40 years. Churches? um, Not local churches. Most of them are a little ways away. Uh, We would say the suburbs. Yes. um, The Presbyterian, Presbytery supports us greatly. Um, And then those large churches in the suburbs, those are our main supporters. I want to tell you something a little funny real quick. Um, when I came on board in 1997, when my father-in-law was trying to talk me into joining him in the ministry, he said, Danny, I've been in this, in this work. He would say, in uh, sense of this work, he would say, I've been in this work for so many years, and I never missed a payroll. So if you come on board, I promise you, you won't miss a payroll. Yeah, it's just the three of us. It's Joni. She's been with us 50 years. She's the executive secretary. And Danny and I, we, would, we are looking to bring more people on, especially, as I mentioned, with a grief counseling. We're looking for a full-time social worker. Uh, my daughter has her master's in social work. My other daughter uh, in elementary education. We're trying to see how we can get those um, who are interested in this ministry 
Um, we can't say right now that we could pay them for the next 10 years or so, like my dad promised Danny. But um, we just trust the Lord. Every year, we have to give reports to every supporter. Um, this, our supporters are pretty much, um, if they don't like what you're doing, they stop supporting you immediately. And so we had a big cutoff um, when we refused to do the marching and the protesting. And we sent out a statement saying that we would not get involved in it at all. And so we lost about 20% of our support. Um, there's been some other uh, issues that have occurred uh, when Dad died. Um, they just said they were going another direction because he wasn't at the helm. Um, but pretty much, we would say overall, our supporters have been there with us, predominantly, um, I would say, individuals first, and then churches like Christian Stronghold. Uh, Christian Stronghold actually was the first church to support Danny when he sent out his letters uh, 25 years, years ago. Um, and so you have um, these reports that are very important to them. Um, you have to answer these questions and make sure you're on point. And so, so far, I've been at Neighbor Crusade for 35 years, I think, and I do the reports, and so far, we've been able to keep, keep up what, um, and, and have increases, too. So we just trust the Lord daily for his provision. Let me also add, Pastor Benson, although I have a family, I have to be a supporter you know, of the needs of the, of the household. But as I said, I saw a T-shirt that said, I'm not in it for the income, I'm in it for the outcome. So that's why I'm still there. I'm, I'm, I'm there for the outcome. You see, souls come to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you, Pastor Benson, once again, for the opportunity to come down and share the ministry of Neighbor Crusades. We, we love and appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for your prayers, and may the Lord continue to bless you and use you for his glory.